Welcome to the Business Clicks podcast, the podcast that interviews business owners to discuss their struggles, strategies, and successes with using the power of the internet to grow their business. We discuss the transition from brick and mortar growth strategies to digital alternatives. We provide new and exciting tactics each business can use to be successful in this new digital world. I'm your host, Adam Barbro, and let's get stuck in. And welcome back to another episode of the Business Clicks podcast. In this episode, we're going to be doing another Connecting the Dots series, where instead of actually talking to an entrepreneur, we're going to be discussing some key and fundamental components of both branding and marketing and really explaining these principles and making sure that we have some practical ways of implementing these principles into your business to make sure that you're able to create an effective brand and market effectively. This is the, I think it's the first episode of February that um, this episode will be released in. So we're already a month through 2022. Hasn't that gone quick? And um, I've been spending a lot of weeks, a lot of time over the last couple of weeks actually doing a bit more planning. I always do my both business and financial planning um, biannually. So I do it at the start of the year and at the end of the financial year. Um, so around June, July. And I've been really getting stuck into not only obviously financial planning and um, you know more assessment of things like my competition, my positioning and things like that for business. Um, but also looking at things like projects that I want to work on for the business as well as in my personal life and things and steps that I want to take and what goals and really re- reassessing what previous goals that I've assessed for the year and seeing which ones need to be adapted or changed or, you know, um, or are not really aligned with the way that I've progressed over the last couple of months. So that's something that's interesting happening from my perspective. And I thought I'd just share that. Um, another thing that I've wanted to really talk about before we get stuck in is, I mean, books i think i think i'm four books through so i've been doing luckily enough to do one a week so far um so far this year which is good if i could keep that up and do 52 for the year i'd be happy i know i've just ordered i've had about 10 arrive at my place over the last week so it's been pretty interesting with amazon deliveries but um i guess putting it out there what are you guys reading and making sure that your uh you know, reading is up to scratch. The way I look at it, I think Jim Rohn said, you know, the world isn't going to change, but you can change to better your position in the world. So that's how I really look at reading and personal development. So, but let's get stuck in. In this episode, I really wanted to talk about crafting a brand personality and why a business needs to have a brand personality and, you know, what what is it and then why it's so important and then how we actually go about, you know, crafting one for our business. So personalities. We all have one, right? You know, I've got a personality, you've got a personality. They're quintessential components of what actually make us who we are. And they're fundamental to beyond that. They're actually massive components of who we decide to associate ourselves with. So personality is really a distinctive set of characteristics or qualities that form us into a distinctive character, into a distinctive being. And personalities have a significant influence over not only who we attract, but also who we repel. And you can look at this in your personal life, your friends, as well as the people that you don't get along with. You maybe not call them your enemies, but you know, just people that you're not too fond of. You can tell the large majority of the time it may not be to do with, you know, things that just because you've got haven't got things in common, it's more to do with your personality. So a personality plays a big role in the type of work we do, the type of activities that we enjoy. But I think more importantly, it also plays a massive component personally as the type of business and brands that we associate ourselves with. 
we see this because people are lo- really looking to buy things for two reasons. They're either looking to improve their status amongst their um, tribe or in society, or they're looking to purchase things to better make themselves fit in with the tribe or amongst their community. So really our personality and deciding to associate ourselves with a brand really is a statement in this day and age. And we can see this all the time with the, you know, brand of phone that you own, the type of exercise that you do, the clubs that you're involved in, the type of work that you do. All these things actually make up our personality and how we're trying to distinguish ourselves and showcase ourselves to the public and really, you know, not necessarily put on a a different face or try and fake who we are, but trying to make sure that we're actually showcasing who we are. And a business is not really any different to this. You know, a personality is a measure that others can use to decide if they want to work with us. They want to be bring us in on in to, to be part of their tribe. And so, you know, creating a brand that is attractive to your target market need, requires a personality for this reason. It needs to have a personality for the exact same reasons an actual person does. A brand personality will influence and polarize our audience. It will attract the people that we're actually looking to attract and it'll push others away, but they're the people that we're not necessarily looking to um, bring in because they're, they're not the the exact customers that we're after. We've talked about this whole idea about personas and specificity and focus in previous episodes, but that's really one key reason why we need a brand personality. It really allows the brand to say, you know, this is who we are, this is why we are different, and this is the type of people that, oh, this is the type of tribe that we associate with. So that's the real one of the real key methods behind having a brand personality and why you really need to be thinking about associating that into your business. I think it goes beyond that. And I think having a brand personality is really a key method and a really powerful way of positioning your brand to capture and increase market share. It um, is a great way of actually standing out and being more relatable to the consumer. It provides a point of um, differentiation that actually separates you from replicating what, you know, your current competition or other boring businesses do where they have nothing to say and they don't really do anything you know that's colorful anyway they're all just fitting into this like corporate norm where they all look the same they all have the same services and products and they all go about things the same way and everything's just the same and therefore you aren't indistinguishable from your competition you're just fitting in with your competition and for that reason as soon as you just fit in with your competition and are indistinguishable where does that leave the consumer? How are they going to pick you over someone else? You haven't really made it easy for them and therefore you're leaving yourself really to trying to sell rather than making it easy for them to choose you. So, you know, successfully implementing a personality into your brand really creates a handle that your customers can grab onto. It's an important step in like building something more than just the organization, more than just a business that offers products and services. I think, you know, after all, Customers respond positively to brands that are consistent with what they're um, saying and how they're presenting themselves. Consistency with their messaging um, and offers brings clarity and alignment with what you say you do and what your customers actually expect from you. I think it's important to be consistent in how a business delivers their messaging and also their offers because if you're able to do that in a with a unique and recognizable voice, you're able to actually build trust with the customers. And customers today demand that a brand or a business is actually authentic. And a personality basically allows your business 
is, is it's the method you use to allow your business to effectively actually showcase that authenticity on a consistent basis. Peter Walsh, the Global Brands E Director, explains that brands build positive customer sentiment by by being meaningfully different from the competition. And if they're able to do this, they're able to capture five times more volume, command a 13% price premium, and four times more likely to grow their value share than those that don't. And this is according to research done from uh, Peter Walsh's, I think, believe the firm he works for called Millwood Brown. Uh, Marty Neumeyer, basically one of my favorite people when it comes to branding, talks a lot about this as well when he says, you know, the real competition for businesses today is not the fact that there are other companies fighting for market share out there. It is actually the complete lack of businesses trying different techniques to effectively differentiate themselves. And instead of, you know, creating an overabundance of lookalike products and me too services, I think if you really, you know, the result of this is basically these businesses fighting tooth and nail to really wanting, really trying to sell themselves rather than create something bigger, something different that creates customers organically um, because they want to be a part of something different. They're looking to, you know, connect with a business on a deeper level more than just you offer products and services that I want to buy. If you can actually stand out for something, you can be different in a unique way. You're going to have this organic way of attracting people because people are going, hey, that's really cool. I want to work with those guys for that reason. I think this really explains the importance of the brand personality. It allows us, it's basically summarized that it allows us to be different, allows us to stand out, allows us to avoid, you know, creating just more lookalike products or me too services, all the same as your competition. And it gives the consumer something to actually grab onto and be a part of and really use that whole meaning around creating a tribe and creating something more authentic that you're able to come to market with. I think those that are able to really actually craft a, um, a personality for their brand need to consider some other things first. And I think those things really are that, you know, brand personalities are often crafted as a part of a bigger brand and marketing strategy. So I know as part of my own workshops, we do brand marketing strategy workshops over a two-day period and the brand personality is built after doing a number of exercises. I think, you know, there are many steps that feed into build building an effective brand personality for your business. And when you do those steps in the correct process, it makes it makes this process of building your brand personality more organic. I think that's, you know, that's not to say that you can't derive a brand personality without first completing, uh, you know, these other exercises. However, you might find that when you actually go through the steps that I'm about to talk to you about, you might find that without hol an holistic approach, your brand personality may not flow as co cohesively as you would like. Um, I think the other thing that's worth mentioning before I actually talk about how to actually come up with a brand personality is if you're a founder or like a brand manager or a CEO, it's sometimes really easy just to take your personality and imprint it on your brand or imprint it on your business if you haven't quite developed a brand. And I guess my advice there is don't. <laughs> A good brand personality is derived from a clear understanding of why your brand exists. It comes from, I guess, really understanding your positioning in the market, really comes from understanding the tribe you are serving and really making sure you have a really clear awareness of how you're actually different from your competitors. I mean, they're just some of the criteria that you really need to consider when crafting your brand personality 
if you want your brand personality to actually be effective. So to get stuck in, we actually create our brand personality by starting to think about traits of our brand as if it were a person. So if you think of your business, you think of your company, you think of who you are at the moment, and you start thinking about different traits that would describe that. So to give you some examples of that, if we were to, to describe Apple, we would use words like they're different, they're imaginative, they're creative. If we were to describe uh, Red Bull, for example, another massive brand, Red Bull's traits could be described as they're rebellious, they're dangerous, they're adventurous, and you know they do all that extreme stuff, so they're brave. You know These are just words that you would put out there to really describe who your brand is. If you're someone who... You know, if you're a new brand coming up with new different products and services, you'd use brands like, you know, innovative, things like that. You don't want to, you don't want to have too few words to describe what you want to do. You really want to sit down and really come up with a good list of traits that really exemplify who your brand is and who you want to be and why you're in the market. Why are you different? As I talked about before, really understanding that and then the type of traits that really exemplify you know, your brand, like those traits do um, exemplify Red Bull and Apple. I think when you, you know, have traits that exemplify your brand and their and your approach to marketing, you're always able to come up with marketing deliverables that are much more effective and consistent, as I talked about before, much more authentic. It's almost like, you know, these brands like Apple have really, and I say this sarcastically as in, as in they almost like, they definitely have, thought very deeply about, you know, these beforehand and really allow their brand personality to flow through their brand into their marketing and into how they present and position themselves in, in, in their market on a consistent basis. You know, it's not unintentional that those traits are very accurately describe who they are. They've thought about it, they've implemented and they've implemented well. I think once we've come up with a comprehensive list, um, and I should say a focus list. You don't want to go too out there. You can't be, you know, very harsh and masculine and also feminine. You, it needs to make sense. So when you've come up with a focused but comprehensive list that you're ready to use, you then have got a better way of understanding how that fits into different personality archetypes. So per, personality archetypes are really a universally repeated and recognizable personalities that we're hardwired to understand and connect with. Um, the 12 universe, uh, the 12 archetypes that are commonly used uh, actually were initially created by, I think, by Carl Jung, the um, psychologist, and really they're basically taken and used today. And there's 12 of them. They're like uh, the hero, the outlaw, the creator. And basically they have, you need to look, at the, look them up and see how they work with, but basically these traits that you've come up with should then fit in um, these words that you've come up with will then fit into one of these or a couple of these 12 archetypes and really give you a clear image of, oh, okay, our brand, if we're taking those traits and really pushing them forward as that's how we want to present ourselves, you'll see that these one of these one or a couple of these archetypes will really fit in with those traits and you'll be like, okay, based on what our traits are, we're very much, you know, the hero and the, you know, caregiver. That's the type of brand that we do by the way we go about delivering our unique products and services. It makes more sense when you actually implement this for your brand. Peter Walsh, the guy I mentioned before, um, he speaks about this and really says that all good brands have implemented a personality archetypes and have these per personality archetypes um, implemented into their brand. So, you know, and I've already, or, already showcased that with Apple and Red Bull. 
doesn't mean you need to be a massive, you know, billion dollar company to implement these. It's just showing that these guys have become these big brands and recognizable brands and are so easily identifiable because they've done this stuff and they've implemented it well. We, you know, use our personality traits to see which archetype best matches our brand. And while we definitely interested in really having a primary personality archetype for our brand we'll often based on the traits that we've come up with have another one or two sort of secondary archetypes where you have less traits that sort of match but you still have some of the traits that match those archetypes and that's fine just like a real person wouldn't wouldn't just completely fit into one personality archetype you will also you know want your brand to have some dimensionality so it's okay to have these secondary personality archetypes that you might use and i'll get into how to use these personality archetypes into your business. So, you know, now that we've worked out what your personality archetypes are, we need to do something that most businesses fail to do. And that is implement and execute using your um, personality, personality archetype consistently. So, you know, we use these personality archetypes as filters for our marketing, branding, decision-making. So for example, once we've come up with our personality archetype, if we're trying to be the hero or whatever, we start thinking about our visual branding. And we use this hero archetype to inform, you know, what colors we choose, what our logo should look like, what fonts and stuff we're going to actually pick. For our marketing strategy, we use this hero archetype if that's the one that matches our traits and therefore our brand. You know, we use this brand archetype to inform our messaging, to inform what offers we do. And, you know, all along those marketing strategy lines, all those steps, we use it to inform it. When we're creating marketing objectives, we use the archetype to inform how we design our user experience. You know, if our archetype is about being innovative and different, we're not just going to create the same user experience that all of our competitors do. That's not fitting in with who we are as an innovative and different brand. We're going to take this and actually implement it into all aspects and touch point of our business. How we create funnels. If we're about, you know, being effective and saving time, we're not going to create a funnel which takes 10 steps to get to the point where we're actually looking to convert people. We're going to get the, all these different aspects of our brand and marketing strategies to reflect who we actually are from a brand personality point of view. So I guess, you know, and most importantly of how we're actually going to do this, we're finally going to look at our deliverables and we're going to make sure that our brand personality is reflected in all the content that we create. At every touch point that we have with our customer, it's reflected there in our ads, you know, in our video, in our photos, it's reflected in our logo and it really exemplifies who we are. And if we've done that correctly, it would make sense because we've come up with the traits of who we want to be. We've picked an archetype based on that and we're using this archetype now to inform our branding and marketing decisions. You can see now that if we do that successfully, as I talked about earlier on, that was definitely going to give you the ability to be consistent, have this unique voice that's recognizable with the customer that they trust because you're able to you know, showcase who you are consistently on a regular basis. And this sounds complex and it sounds difficult. And for that reason, I think most businesses go, oh, I can't be bothered. And they surrender the ability to actually create and craft a brand that enables them to increase profitability and growth. But I think the truth is, even though I'm probably pretty terrible at explaining this stuff, it's not that difficult. It's just something that needs to be considered before acting on the newest or, lady shiny, newest or latest shiny objects or idea that comes across your desk. Rather than just acting on those, you need to stop and think, okay, who we are, are we as a business? These are the type of traits that we want to exemplify. This is the archetype that we've picked that exemplifies who our brand is. How should we approach these 
um, you know, newest, latest ideas or this newest, latest, you know, way that we can sell something. It does that fit in line with who our brand personality is. That's really all you're using the brand personality for. And it sounds, you know, it's, it's super powerful and super effective. You know, everything from the messaging and how you actually talk in your social media posts or newsletters or on the website copy, all these things, if they're personified, they can be consistent and they can sound like you. They can sound like a person even though the brand is a you know entity you personify it and if you personify your brand it really allows for that authentic voice to consistently throw um, flow from you know the larger brand strategy into your marketing strategies into your user experiences and into deliverables like content and that and advertising i think when you have this consistency you create brand recognition and connect with customers more effectively and that allows you to distinguish yourself from the competition, creating something that can actually achieve long-term success rather than chasing these short-term wins all the time. So I guess knowing this, having some understanding of how you would um, how you go about creating a brand personality, how could you create a brand personality that would change the way you connect with the customers? You know, how might it better help you understand and change processes in your business? to better serve a cons- your, the general consumers that you work with on a regular basis? You know, how might a brand personality actually allow your business to better connect with people, better connect with your ideal um, customers and push those away that you're no longer looking to work with? That's basically the episode for today. It's me basically wanting to explain, I guess, the importance of creating a brand personality and how to actually come up with your brand personality using your traits first, then an archetype, and then how all the different steps that would help you implement some personality into your business. Um, Look, if you're looking to do something like this, if you're actually looking to create some long-term success through creating a brand and having an effective marketing strategy that takes your brand into ways of actually extracting value from the market, then, you know, feel free to go to adambarbro.com, contact me. We can do a discovery session and see if this is what you actually need first. And if it is, then we can sit down and do a two-day workshop that will really give you absolute focus and clarity on your positioning to make sure that you're standing out from your competition and have an effective brand and marketing strategy moving forward. That's all for today, and I look forward to seeing you next week. I'm your host, Adam Barbro. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Clicks podcast. 